You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome to episode 32 of Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. A grateful shout out to BetterHelp for sponsoring our podcast and our parent company, sickbiz.com. BetterHelp is an organization that allows people to access counseling anywhere, anytime. Thank you, BetterHelp. Let me give you a hint about our guest today. Billboard magazine states, my silent bravery plays like a major label signing. It's destined to make major noise. Matthew Wade of My Silent Bravery is the musical savant just waiting in our digital studio to unleash his inspiration and story, a story you might not have heard before. He is a man who understands chronic pain and conquering all too well. Please welcome Matthew Wade. Matthew Wade, you are finally on the Sick Biz Buzz. Welcome. Yes, yes, finally. We've we've been trying to make this happen for a minute and I'm glad uh, that we've we've done it and we're here and I'm excited. I am too. I'm so excited to have you on and just from the moment that I met you was just really taken with your journey, really taken with your mission and where you've come from and I think um, it's really unique to the music world. It's really unique to the to the music world, and then as it pertains to our particular audience, I mean, they are just going to eat you up. Well, uh, I appreciate the very kind words, and uh, I can say, having gone through some of the challenges I've gone through in life, I, it didn't always feel that way while they were happening, um, you know. But um, I understand. Uh, I, I think that uh, life leads us in the direction that. Uh, that we're meant to, and um, I love uh, helping people, and um, this seems like such a, a wonderful format, um, and I love what you're doing with Sick Biz, and uh, the more people we can help, the better is the way that I feel. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly the mission. So let's familiarize people with those challenges that you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Um, I was 21, I was traveling in Australia, and I had a sports injury, and I herniated a couple discs in my neck, and I came back to the U.S. Uh, seeking treatment, and over the next several years, I tried every single type of therapy you can possibly imagine, and none of the usuals worked for me, whether that be physical therapy, massage therapy, acupuncture, uh, sports therapy, and basically finally went and saw a surgeon and they're like, you can have surgery or not. And I just felt I was at a point in my life where I was young and it just didn't feel like that was the, the route that I wanted to take. And um, it was around that time, actually, um, that I found spirituality, more specifically Kabbalah. And I started studying and, and sort of working on myself. A lot of it's, it's, it's designed as self-help, uh, I think you know, a good portion of it and to work on the things that uh, you didn't like about yourself or uh, that you knew needed improvement, so to speak. And by doing that, it sort of kept leading me in um, what I would say is a very positive direction. And, um, you know, it sort of finally led me to someone that was able to, to help me physically. 
um, uh, and was an alternative type doctor, neuromuscular massage therapist who uh, I still see, and um, and allowed me to I guess get back to a point where you know I was still experiencing chronic pain, but it was much more manageable. And you know, having gone through this whole process of um, you know years and years of, of physical pain. Um, and, and dealing with it and also trying to live life, um, you know, I realized that it, what I really wanted to do with my life and what I felt a big part of my mission was as a person, as a musician, was to help other people, you know, overcome their obstacles and challenges. And now, you know, throughout my music and, um, you know, while, um, you know, it is in general sort of pop rock music, there's very much sort of an inspirational side to it as well. And, Generally speaking, there's always a, a silver lining and, you know, some of the, the more popular songs and songs that resonate um, are some of these uplifting type songs. Uh, Can't Quit comes to mind and just songs that inspire people to keep going and working through their challenges. Um, and, um, you know, generally when we when we can sort of come out the other side of the, the big the big part of the challenge, I think some some of us, the challenges are ongoing and it's a chronic thing, but. Um, when we can come out of some of those peaks and valleys and see a bigger picture, you usually find, um, or hopefully you can find that, you know, the reason why you've, you've gone through this. Um, and, and for me, uh, this is why I feel that I went through it was to, you know, try and help others. Um, that yeah. Are and so, and so pain management, let's talk about that for a minute. I think that's really important. You know, as we go through these, um, as we go through these these challenges, these physical challenges in our lives, I think a lot of people begin that pain journey thinking they're going to eradicate the pain entirely. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, you know, most people come in that, you know, or at least I can only say speaking for myself uh, coming into it that... Um, I didn't, even, I didn't know how long it would last. I had never had that type of pain before. And sure. um, I was hoping it was just going to be something temporary, not something that I was planning on dealing with for the rest of my life. It's crazy, uh, right? And I, did, you, did you look to eliminate it entirely instead yeah. of like reducing it? Uh, I mean, I tried everything you could think of. Uh, like I said, I went through, I don't know how many different, in, in different types of treatment um, to mm -hmm. try and remove, um, you know, the the pain, and not only for me, not only was the pain not going away, it was getting worse and worse over time, and it was really, you know, only when I sort of took this more spiritual approach and realizing, okay, nothing that I'm doing, like you know, in, in the, I want to say in the physical world, is really working. You know what I mean? So obviously, I need to change my approach here. And it wasn't until I, I took a more spiritual approach that I saw I started to see changes. Yeah. And it's almost like communing with the pain. It's almost like I have to accept that. And I mean, we can go after lessened pain, like reducing it through physical therapy and different holistic methods and whatever people find that works for them. But communing with it and living with it and saying, this is a part of me now, and as long as I can manage it, then I'm going to be okay. So you have 
expressed yourself and your emotions and everything else. And you do that through your music. And I think it's really fascinating. And I really don't know anybody else who is singing from like a physical conquering standpoint. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not singing about heartache. You didn't lose your dog, you know, you (laughs) that type of a thing. But you're really talking about expressing your pain. So what do you think that if you could talk to people in our audience today, what does that do for you? Why is it so important to use an emo- to use an outlet to express our pain? Well, I guess I can only speak from it from my own perspective. I can't necessarily um, say for somebody else um, um, what what might work, but for me, I definitely found that it was one way to sort of vent and to get out a lot of you know the inner um, turmoil within and um, by expressing um, some of that and you know some of it is a little bit more right on the nose like this is you know um, the thing that I'm talking about sometimes it's a little left of center Um, yeah but I, I think that I think that it's important that everyone can um, maybe this it does touch more on you know what's something I can offer to everybody on their perspective but you know it's really good to have an outlet to 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 put any of that frustration that turmoil that um, inner um, dissonance or things that you know aren't working and be able to, to 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 go somewhere with that as opposed to I think a lot of the times we can just you know, freak out on somebody in a conversation or get angry about this or irritated about that or, or whatnot. But if you have an outlet for those things and a positive way to, um, to express those, those emotions and, um, those thoughts and ideals and they can sit confused about. Yeah. And they can sit on you. They can just like stay with you and sit on you and like kind of compress you, you know, absolutely. and, and then it it comes out, and then I think it comes out in um, like other other physical ways. It's a manifestation of more chronic conditions. It might be um, even just more stress. I mean, obviously surrounding it. So this is amazing. I think you have picked an incredible outlet to express your emotion and to just unleash yourself well it's interesting because music for me is something that I always loved growing up and I will be honest with you that I was not always that great at it and it was something that I had to work really hard for um, and over the many years have have improved at it somewhat you know I still feel like I got a long way to go but um, where I'm at a point where hopefully I can express myself well enough where, you know, a large amount of people can, can, can take to it. But, you know, I grew up loving music and, um, it was just something that I always, I always wondered about, you know, and that I didn't know enough about. And growing up a lot of, you know, a lot of kids have their favorite subjects and, you know, in school and nothing, nothing intrigued me, you know, English, math, science, all that stuff. None of it really spoke to me. And it wasn't until music that I was so fascinated and 
always loved all you know listening to all the lyrics and why this song moved me and that didn't and i think it was at that point you know uh, i actually i wrote it was uh, I wrote my first song at age 18 for a, a high school project of all things. I said, learn about anything that you want. And I chose to learn how to play the guitar. And I wrote my first song and coincidentally or not coincidentally, uh, several years later, that, that song was featured on the TV show, One Tree Hill. And it sort of gave me a, a break, if you will, and a, and a platform and it reached out to people and, and sort of set me on that musical path. And it was, while this was also simultaneously happening, you know, with my health and, um, you know, trying to navigate this, uh, this, uh, this life, I guess. <laughs> and so it's a validation too, like when you, when you got your first big break and that you actually could do something, even though you were struggling with your health and you could be uh, a valuable part of society is that what that felt like or am i getting it totally wrong <laughs> uh yeah it was i think it, it, it it's i wouldn't say it's not those things i think for me it kind of showed me that you know maybe I, it gave me a hint that i was on the right path i think a lot of the times we're not always sure what our path is and especially you know if, if you're doing mundane things or you know if someone doesn't like their job or they're not happy in this situation or they're not doing these things or that things, you know, life can feel daunting. And I think that like when you're constantly doing something that you're excited about and especially if you, yes, if you get some sort of validation or some sort of sign for the universe that you're on the right track um, and it brings joy and excitement to your life and, as well as other people uh, more, more specifically, I think, um, then that's when I feel like you're, you're sort of getting a sign. I mean, a, a big part of it, what I've always realized and taken a long time, particularly, you know, the, the music business can be very challenging and tough. But, you know, when it's when it's not about you, when it's not about me and it's about the audience and it's about the listeners and, and inspiring, you know, everything always goes so, you know, much, I would say better, for lack of a better word. But as soon as, it, you know, I, I bring it back to myself or, you know, I think it needs to go this way or, you know, sort of start questioning what the universe wants for me. It might not always, it might not go so smoothly, you know? So I've kind of, I think a big thing I've learned from, from both um, is letting go more, you know, uh, when I had the injury, um, you know, my first instinct and always, and anytime I feel pain or um, discomfort from it, I want to fix it right away. We kind of mentioned that earlier, like that, that's my mentality. It's like, I want it gone and I want it gone now. And it's so uncomfortable. But, um, by taking that approach, it's like, it's never helped me out. And it's only when I let go, um, you know, and sort of take the opposite approach, which is not in my nature at all, which is when the pain sort of dissipates more and, um, you know, uh, I feel more relaxed and I feel like I'm more, you know, it's, it's leading in the right path in, in a different sense too, I guess with, with the music, but, um, letting go is, is really been a, a big tool for me. I think that's, uh, that is a huge realization that can be helpful for so many people because, I talk to a lot of people who are angry about getting sick or they can't get to some type of closure 
with their illness and they just and they hold on they hold on to these new physical symptoms they hold on to what they have termed limitations and by the way we don't use the word limitation around here (laughs) Um, we use the word adaptation so right because it's all about framing your experience but it's just interesting to me. And every single time I have somebody on who is positive and not positive in like a BS, I got to be positive and bury my emotions kind of a way, but positive, like I'm going to find out what this is teaching me or what direction I'm supposed to go. And so you seem to have let go of a lot of negative uh, emotions as far as it concerns having your accident and and what it took away or what that might have meant to your life yeah it's not i mean it's it hasn't always been that easy uh obviously but it's been a process and um i think that that's you know what i've learned about life it's it's always a process you know and i think that the attitude I try to take is that every single day, you know, that we wake up, it's a blessing. And, you know, these things aren't guaranteed. We take, you know, all these normal things for a lot of people that they they take for granted. You know, I woke up today and, you know, that my body was feeling well. I can see. I have sight. I can hear. I have, you know, the ability to hear. I can taste. You know, I have these sensations and, 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 you know, normal, what we call normal, like, physical things that we've been blessed with, but that we, we don't, we, we're used to living with them and not having that impairment for the most part. And so until that thing is taken away, it's almost like we don't appreciate, you know, whatever it is um, that's ailing us. So, I, you know, I, it's been a big lesson to me. And, you know, the days where I have, you know, where I am feeling well, and I'm having a bad day as a result of maybe not getting an opportunity that I wanted or this, you know, this, this, thing happened or I got a speeding ticket or, you know, whatever small thing came into my day that was frustrating or annoying, you know, where I always take it back to for me is like, you know what, like, it's okay. Like I'm feeling good. You know, like I I have, I I have these, uh, you know, regular sort of abilities. uh, I shouldn't even call them regular because I know that they're not, you know, but um, that I woke up and, you know, everything was functioning today. So that I feel is a big blessing. And um, I think that when we can take the approach that it's all a blessing and not take these things for granted, that it can give you a much, you know, fresher outlook on life when some of these, you know, more mundane challenges come in. Because I do really feel, and I've learned over the years, that without your health, you, you know, it's, it's really hard to uh, enjoy your life and to have, um, to have a full, the right. any type of full life. It's yeah, any type of joy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it because, you know, for me anyway, just I was so concentrated on the pain all the time and it was hard, hard to get out of it. Yeah, I understand. And I think it's really important that we live with hope too. Um, Absolutely. You know, and not just the hope, like, oh, I'm going to get better one day, like the hope that I am going to accept this and I'm going to improve and I'm going to take the steps. Or even if somebody says, you know what, you feel X amount of crappy right now, but you actually could feel a little better if 
you did this. And I'm not talking about like your neighbor's dog's friend's uncle who found a miracle cure, but, <laughs> but like an, an actual doctor, you know, or right. a homeopath or a naturopath that gives you some things that you can do to feel better. The people that are holding on to bitterness and I don't even know. And like I, I told you at the beginning, like when we go down a path, like we just keep following it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so right. I think, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying as someone that had to go through all these different, you know, types of therapy to try and to, to actually find something that worked. That can be probably one of the most frustrating parts of the whole process. And, um, yeah, I think that hope is, it plays a big part in that. And, you know, in, in general, sometimes we find that like, it's, it's that time that, you know, it's right before the miracle is about to happen, you know, that a lot of us lose that, that hope, you know, and, and I've seen that happen in my life uh, a lot, especially reason, recently, you know, or I had, you know, it, was, it wasn't in the form of health in those situations, but in, in just other situations in life, but you know, it's kind of like they say, it's always, you know, darkest before the dawn and, and that sort of thing. And I, I believe all that stuff to be true. And, you know, a story that I was thinking about while you were mentioning some of this is, you know, the, the story of, um, I'm not sure I'm going to get her name wrong, but there's this surfer in um, Hawaii. I want to say her name was Stephanie, but I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on what her name was. But, you know, they made it into a movie and it was really well done. And just, her story is so inspiring, though. She was a great surfer. She was a top pro, you know, in her age group, whatever, and she got uh, attacked by um, a shark and, uh, you know, bit one of her arms off. And she then had to, like, relearn how to surf and go through this whole process. And, she, you know, while it was happening, she couldn't figure out why, why it was going on, why was this happening to me. And then afterwards, she realized, you know, that this happened so that I could affect so many more people and inspire so many other people to go, you know, overcome their challenges. And, and so that's, you know, I think that's like a great example of sometimes when we're going through the process and it seems like it's hopeless that like, usually there is some sort of point or reckoning later on, you know, where we can look at a bigger picture and say, listen, now I get why I had to go through this yeah. to get to that, to that point. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think her name is Bethany Hamilton. That's it. Bethany. Bethany. Okay. Bethany. Mm -hmm. Bethany Hamilton. That's right. And she's, she's someone that inspires me. She's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. And I love that, that you talk about the reckoning because we all want these answers. Like, why is this happening? What's going on? I can't get out of this state of mind. I can't believe that I am cursed or I'm unlucky or you know, my life is over, even if it's not, you know, quote unquote, literally over. But I think people get stuck in those places. And sometimes new pathways open up only after a road has closed. Absolutely. And, I, I agree with that 100% that, you know, sometimes only new doors are open when others are closed. Exactly. That's exactly line right. From Bob Marley. Yeah. Amen. Amen, brother. Yeah. That's so, right. right. We're... <laughs> This one's so fast. We're definitely going to have to have you back. So I have one last question for you. Super yes. easy. Uh, yes. What What is the one thing that people don't know about you? Well, I don't know that any of anyone, you know, or a lot of people, this is probably one of the most in-depth interviews I've ever given, particularly, you know, on my actual 
you know, the injury itself and the pain that I live with, I, I think that I've really opened up in terms of, of that, you know, and I don't think that, you know, people that listen to my music, um, I, by the way, for those listening, my, my band's called My Silent Bravery, if you're, if you're listening out there uh, and interested. Um, and I think that, um, you know, this, this, is, this is definitely a, a, something that people didn't know the extent of, and it's not something I guess that I like to talk about um, every day because I think unless you've gone through something like this, that it's, it's hard to, to relate to, um, but anyone, that, and anyone, but anyone that has gone through it can really relate to it. And I think that that's also, you know, that's probably one of the reasons that we're sitting here and having this conversation that we both had to go through our processes and, you know, look where it led us. And this is part of our reckoning, so to speak, that we were talking about. And, you know, so, um, I would say I have no regrets about, you know, what, what happened to me physically. And I think it all happens for a reason. And, um, I'm not sure if that answers your question directly, but hopefully it gives you, uh, it definitely is something I think that a lot, you know, what, what I've shared throughout this is something that at least, you know, my, my listeners didn't know the extent to. That's pretty cool. You shared it here. You shared it. You shared it with us. So, yeah, we do have a lot in common. You have a lot of, in common with these with these listeners today. And, and you're speaking to them and you're singing about their unique pain. And you said it best. If you really, if you haven't gone through it, you don't know. But, it, but if you have gone through it, if you have gone through that chronic illness or disability, short-term treatment for cancer, coming back from an accident, you're rehabbing, whatever the case is, then you know instantly, almost without saying a word, when somebody talks about their pain or they talk about their struggle or emotions, and that is what comes out in your music. Well, thank you very much for those kind words. And, um, and I mean, that's what I try, that's what I try and, and emote and evoke within the listener. And, you know, as, as mentioned, there's a lot of inspirational songs and you know, there's not every song is about that. I try and be somewhat, somewhat diverse as well too, but there's definitely a large portion of the, the listeners that have gone through life challenges that, uh, that can relate. Absolutely. And I thank you so much for being on the show today, Matthew. We will have you back if you will have us. Absolutely, Hillary. Thank you so much for having me as well. It was such a pleasure and glad we, we finally made this happen. And um, uh, just definitely appreciate uh, appreciate your time as well and having me. Thank you. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Bravery takes many forms. Some people will write about it, speak about it, and Matthew Wade sings about it. We are honored that this up-and-coming artist took the time out of his day to speak to us about self-expression, healing, and the magic of music and the human soul. To get in touch with Matthew, please go to mysilentbravery.com where he has the link where you can hear free soul-loving music. He's extending that to our audience for a limited time. This information will be on the SickBiz site as well. What a thoughtful gift. 
Of course, he's all over social media, and you can read his articles on Sick Biz and the Good Men Project. Did you like what you heard? Please listen, subscribe, share, and leave a review for Sick Biz Buzz. We thrive on reviews just like yours. They keep our show going so that we can serve our mission and help even more people every day. Head on over to sickbiz.com and check out the more than 20 guest bloggers who have shared their hacks, hope, help, and resources for getting ahead and profiting in their entrepreneurships. Matthew Wade's article will be live on there as well, so you don't want to miss it. Finally, text SICKBIZ to 36260 and receive our resources right to your phone. That's right, everything that we offer in the palm of your hand. That's it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Be well.